Hello and welcome to the Food Safety Dish, a production brought to you by the Local Food Safety Collaborative. I'm your host, Catherine Kavanaugh. The Local Food Safety Collaborative is a cooperative initiative established between the National Farmers Union Foundation and the FDA with the goal of providing training, education, and technical assistance to local food producers to ensure good food safety practices and compliance with the Food Safety Modernization Act. National Farmers Union is a grassroots farmer-driven organization that believes strong family agriculture is the basis for thriving communities. NFU's membership includes over 200,000 family farmers and ranchers across America. Farmers Union's grassroots structure promotes locally initiated policy priorities and educational topics established by their members. Learn more about National Farmers Union at www.nfu.org. Today, we will be covering who and what are covered, not covered, and exempt under the Food Safety Modernization Act's Produce Safety Rule. The Produce Safety Rule is concerned with keeping pathogens off produce. Specifically, the Produce Safety Rule sets science-based minimum standards for the safe growing, harvesting, packing, and holding of fruits and vegetables grown for human consumption. Produce is defined as any fruit or vegetable including mixes of intact fruits and vegetables, and includes mushrooms, sprouts, irrespective of seed source, peanuts, tree nuts, and herbs. Every produce grower should assess what they need to do to comply with the produce safety rule. For some growers, that just means keeping records to prove their farm isn't covered by the rule or qualifies for an exemption. All growers should know how the law applies to their operation as well as the requirements that vary with exemptions. So who is and isn't covered? You are not covered if what you grow is not produce, is not a raw agricultural commodity, which is any food in its raw or natural state, or because it is rarely consumed raw. You are not covered or qualified exempt based on your produce sales and or who you sell it to. You are not covered if you've had less than $25,000 or 29.2K adjusted to inflation in 2023 in produce sales on average for the previous three years. You are qualified exempt if you've had less than 500K or 584.9K adjusted to inflation in 23 in food, including not just produce sales on average for the previous three years and a majority of sales go directly to consumers or other qualified end users. The FDA considers food to include animal feed like hay or grain, value-added food products, chewing gum, dairy, live animals that are sold for food, and any food that a farm buys and resells. Examples of qualified end users may include farm stands, farmers markets, or community-supported agriculture customers as well as restaurants, grocery stores, and food cooperatives. The term qualified end user does not include distributors and does not include restaurants or retail food establishments located more than 275 miles from the farm, unless it is within the same state. You are also not covered or exempt based on where or how it is consumed. You are not covered if produce is only consumed on farm. One example of this may be a large onion farm where a family keeps a separate vegetable garden for their own consumption. Other examples include a retreat center with a garden that feeds visitors, 
or a restaurant located on a farm where all the food from the farm goes directly to that restaurant. You would be exempt if produce goes through a kill step before being sold. Specifically, when produce is sold to a buyer who will conduct further commercial processing with a kill step. Examples of commercial processing include distilling, refining, or processing produce into products such as oil, wine, beer, or similar products. Farms that are eligible for a commercial processing exemption must disclose in documents accompanying the produce that the food is not processed to adequately reduce the presence of microorganisms of public health significance. If none of these scenarios apply to you, then you are likely covered by the produce safety rule. Now, let's get to talking about produce. The produce safety rule concerns produce usually eaten or consumed raw, since these products rarely go through processing where pathogens would be killed by high temperatures. Since the list of covered produce is extensive, it is easier to talk about what is not covered. The following list is determined by the FDA as not covered because it is rarely consumed raw. This includes asparagus, beans, specifically Great Northern, kidney, lima, navy, and pinto beans, beets, including garden beets, roots and tops, and sugar beets, cashews, sour cherries, chickpeas, cocoa beans, collards, sweet corn, cranberries, dates, dill seeds and dillweed, eggplants, figs, ginger, hazelnuts, horseradish, lentils, okra, peanuts, pecans, peppermint, potatoes, pumpkins, winter squash, sweet potatoes, and water chestnuts. Any produce we didn't mention is covered by the produce safety rule. Additionally, food that is not produce is not covered. This includes grains like barley, dent or flint corn, sorghum, oats, rice, rye, wheat, amaranth, quinoa, buckwheat, oil seeds, crops intended for propagation, like carrots sold as seed, as long as you reasonably expect that the seeds won't be eaten, saps like maple, palm, or agave, and algaes like seaweed. Another category not covered by the produce safety rule is produce that is not a raw agricultural commodity. When produce changes from a raw agricultural commodity, it is no longer covered by the produce safety rule, but rather it may be covered by another FISMA rule, the Preventative Control for Human Food Rule, or another FDA regulation. Some types of processing that change produce from a raw agricultural commodity include juicing, cutting, like chopping romaine into salad mix, chopping, like to sell melon cubes, spiralizing, grinding, cooking, and irradiation. However, it is important to note that when the activities of washing, cooling, curing, or removing stems, husks, or roots are performed on a farm, these are considered harvesting activities and do not count as a process that would change produce from a raw agricultural commodity. Now, let's say you grow both covered and not covered produce, or maybe your farm is exempt, but you still want to practice good food safety management. Maybe you grow tomatoes that will be processed with a kill step as well as tomatoes for a fresh market. Or you grow tons of root vegetables and some are not covered, like potatoes and beets, and others are, like carrots and onions. If you fall under this category, you can either treat all produce as if it were covered by the produce safety rule, 
or you can follow the produce safety rule for covered produce and not follow the rule for produce that is not covered. If you choose this option, it is important to ensure covered and not covered produce are always separate from each other up to the point of distribution. And if you use shared equipment, tools, or surfaces for both covered and not covered produce, you must fully clean and sanitize after not covered produce touches the surfaces and before covered produce touches the same surfaces. We call this process a clean break. And this is just one example of why it's important to have documentation and a plan for any hybrid crossover situations on your farm. With these options in mind, it is common for highly diversified produce farms to treat all produce as if it were covered. And it is good practice for smaller diversified operations to do so as well. With all of these factors considered, record keeping is important to all operations. Even if you are qualified exempt, there are still modified requirements you are expected to meet, including disclosing the name and the complete business address of the farm where the produce was grown, either on the label of the produce or at the point of purchase. These farms are also required to establish and keep certain documentation to prove and maintain your exempt status. Plus, it never hurts to employ good food safety practices, even if it is not technically required for all the produce you grow. This is also important for all team members to be on board with, not just a manager or owner. If your farm is traced back to a foodborne illness outbreak, you can lose your qualified exemption and a lot of money. But there are also plenty of positive benefits as well like helping you keep track how profitable growing carrots were for your operation or how many tomatoes a chef bought in a year and what kind. Every year, you should conduct a written annual review of the past three years' sales that prove your exemption. The Produce Safety Alliance has a qualified exemption review template that you can find on their website. You can find the resource, records required by the FSMA Produce Safety Rule, as well as any additional PSR exemptions and resources at CALS, that's C-A-L-S dot Cornell dot E-D-U slash Safety Alliance slash resources. Well, that's a lot of information, but hopefully this has helped clarify who and what are covered, not covered, and exempt under the Food Safety Modernization Act's Produce Safety Rule. Remember, good food safety is good farm management. More food safety resources can be found on our website at nfu.org slash local food safety collaborative at the food safety clearinghouse.org and at the Produce Safety Alliance website. If you are interested in learning more about NFU and the work that we do, check out our website at www.nfu.org. You can also find our socials at Local Food Safety and at National Farmers Union if you want to keep up to date online. And finally, thank you to our sponsor. This podcast is supported by the Food and Drug Administration of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services as a part of a financial assistance award to U01FD006921-03, totaling $1 million with 100% funding by FDA HHS. 
The contents are those of the authors and do not necessarily represent the official views of, nor an endorsement by the FDA, HHS, or the U.S. government. I'm Katherine Kavanaugh, and this is the Food Safety Dish. Until next time...